All right. Um, well, I took an edible ready? about 45 minutes ago. I forgot it was Thursday. <laughs> 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 Welcome, students, to Ghoulish University. That's his inception! <laughs> And welcome to today's class here at Ghoulish University, the podcast where we study everything that is Tales from the Crypt. I am your host, Headmistress Logan, and joining me tonight is... It is the Professor of Astrology. It's Thon! Hi, Thon. Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, uh, shit-ass day at work. I'm ready for the holidays to be over. What about you? <laughs> yeah. About the same. We got a nice little sort of special episode, so that's fun. Woohoo! Um, yes, so uh, we also have um, uh, the professor of PE, Naderade, is here. What's up, Naderade? Hello, hello. How are you doing tonight, lady? I am doing well. Um, I'm currently asked to ask of my dog right now. He's like, I don't know if y'all can see him, but he's like laying down in his butts, like right in my back. Ass to ass. <laughs> wow. It's already that kind of episode, huh? Already. Is um, that kind of party? It is that kind of party. And, um, well, you guys, y'all already here. We have not just one, but we have two special returning guests tonight. We've got another special crossover with our friends over at uh, from Waxing the Pork. Waxing the Porpoise. Waxing the Porpoise, y'all's like Twitter handle, I think. Yeah. Um, so we've got our adjunct professor of schlock, G-Baby, coming back on. What's up, G-Baby? Yo, how's it going, gang? Thanks for having us back on. Yes, yes. No, we are we are happy to have you guys back on. And, of course, we have our, um, our custodian back here with us as well, Steve. What's up, Steve? Master of the custodial arts, or a janitor, if you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> Custodian dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fitting. Hello. Good to be back. Steve Good to see you janitor. guys. Steve. Nate's like, thank God that that's not me. <laughs> Who's Steve the pirate? <laughs> <laughs> May he rest in. Well, actually, no. He's he's a Steve. He's he's a pirate again. Yar. Um, <laughs> he's dropping all kinds of movie references. He's a changed man from the first day that he was starting over at Waxing the Port. Right. He's seen like 30 movies now instead of I 12. That's crazy. How's <laughs> it feel to be a nerd? I'm blossoming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Turning you guys. over a new leaf. Uh, um, well, this episode is also going to be a little different because you'll probably notice that we are out of order. Um, basically scheduling conflicts happened and I wasn't looking to reschedule our guests. So the show's an anthology. We can afford to record out of order once in a while. Um, this week we are going to talk about season two, episode 16, television terror. All right. Okay. Students, it's time to take your seats. 
I'm about to teach you a lesson. Um, I definitely didn't just look at my television that was playing the end of the episode just now. Um, yeah, we got Daddy Crypt Keeper joining us tonight. Um, everybody look at him, say hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're talking about television tear. Um, boys, have you have you guys seen this one before? Um, let's go on ahead and start with Steve. Let me take a guess. Have you have you seen this episode before? This is the first episode I've ever seen of Tales from the Crypt, to be honest. Wow. Ooh. Wow. In my life. Series wide. The bar is set. Yeah. I've I don't even know where the show was on when I was a kid. I remember I remember it existing, but I don't remember it being on TV. And I'm really kind of bummed about it because after watching this one. I don't know if this is like one of the better or worse ones, but this seems like it definitely would have been up my alley when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a. I think it's an HBO show, correct? Mm-hmm. So uh, only people with HBO money got to see it. Um, yeah, but, a, uh, when the when the guy in the booth is talking to or talking about the guy, and he's like fucking dickhead, I was like, I don't remember this being on like TGIF when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this would have flown, but this wasn't yeah, on PBS. It, it showed up right after uh, Boy Meets World, yeah. <laughs> right, right before Wishbone on PBS. <laughs> Mister Rogers didn't fight tooth and nail for this one. <laughs> um, all right, well, G baby, what about you? Yes, I have seen this episode, and this is one of my this is one of my favorite episodes. This is like top tier uh, crypt for me. Like top, I would say top five. Um, so I think, I, I know that I talk about this, I think if, I've talked about it with at least the guys a few times, whenever Nate kind of came into our, uh, our famed Slack channel and was like, Hey y'all, I want to start, you know, I want to, well, he didn't say when to start, he was like podcast idea, you know, tales from the crypt. And then we were all like, Oh yeah, shit, we should do that. And then G baby like came on specifically and was like, I want to be, if y'all ever want to guest, I would love to be on this episode, this episode, this episode. And I think this yeah. one was the first <laughs> one on that list. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have them penciled in for the others as well. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was actually cool how that happened because it, it seemed kind of like just like a shot in the dark, or I don't even know if you were being how serious it was, but it was like, oh, a podcast idea, and like, and it 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 added on real quick, and then like all of a sudden when you guys said you were doing, it, I was like, dude, that's fucking bitching, man. It's like hell yeah, it's yeah. awesome that you got that 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 just like came together like that. It's, it's rad. Yeah, hearing the straight chilling boys talk about it, about how cool the show was. I think actually mainly hearing Cesar talk about how much he loved the show made me go like, oh, I should watch that. And so then whenever Nate was like, uh, podcast idea, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd watch along and listen to the episodes as well. And now I'm hosting the podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Nate, cool. have you seen this episode? I have not seen this episode. Okay, okay. So Can first time watch? Me. Yeah, I got a first timer here. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> And Thon, what about you? Yes, I have seen this one before. All right, so we've got we've got three three no's and two yeses because obviously y'all know it's always a first time watch for me. Um, so let's go ahead and um, get into this uh, this plot. Um, we flicker through television snow into the crypt where Daddy Crypt Keeper waves to the camera. Hi, Mom. And he chuckles and goes, hee hee hee. Um, I just love home videos, don't you? Especially when the home is haunted. 
Tonight's twisted tale, my dear couch potatoes, is filed under T for television. Or should that be terror? Mr. Horton Rivers is about to find out, so stay tuned for this totally titillating tube. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'm practicing. I'll I'll nail it one day. Uh, We enter the episode on the scene of a television show where our host, Horton Rivers, tells the story of a serial killer who killed her tenants and cashed in their social security checks based on a real serial killer. Uh, The manor is believed to be haunted, and Horton is going to go into the house for this show, Horton Rivers Live. I keep wanting to say Horton Hears a Who Live. I just... Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Once they cut to commercial, Horton calls, um, I believe she is his producer, Sam, outside, and they discuss plans for their next, uh, for the next, you know, shows after this one. And Sam points out that um, the psychic that he uh, ordered... Uh, Roland, (laughs) and at the end of their discussion, we find out that Sam and Horton are sleeping together. Um, As they end the commercial break, Sam watches Horton on the television and calls him an extraordinarily putrid waste of human tissue. (laughs) When they return, Horton speaks with the psychic on air, who tells him that he definitely should not go into the house uh, because it is filled with evil, and also you can't pay me to go inside. And they immediately break down all the wood that's blocking the entrance and they go inside. Um, so we can kind of start talking about this beginning segment. The fucking marumbas, the music, sorry, the marumbas are like that. They're fucking going off during this like tour segment where they're about to start walking through the house. Like that music was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that intro music a lot too. Yeah, I mean, that like do, 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 do. I was like, what is this? A harpsichord? um so i know i didn't talk about it a lot in the plot but everyone who watched this episode knows that horton's a fucking douchebag just like he he's this man who like so badly wants to be a diva but he's just like a piece of shit (laughs) yeah Yeah, he he, he plays that role really well yeah he is like coot scoot boogie kind of man (laughs) toothsome fella isn't he Jesus, I no. knew it. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who noticed those teeth of his, those horse teeth. How like, could you miss them? It looked like he had four to six more teeth than a normal human has, just like the way they were like <laughs> Yeah, like ten pounds of teeth in a five pound mouth. <laughs> I thought he also kind of looked like Shooter McGavin's evil horse. Yes. Man. I've always thought that. This <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> is like one of those scenarios where I look at, because like you see all the producers and everyone, like all of them fucking hate this guy, but yeah. like, th- th- why are they working for him? But also, like, I obviously, like, that's not really a fair question to ask, but. Um, I don't know. I just the whole time I was like, "Why are any of them working for this guy?" Well, they're yeah. working for their the channel, or but the <laughs> network, right? Yeah. I felt kind of bad yeah, for him. Like even his girlfriend fucking hates him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Side, I, I, side I don't piece. Know. Yeah, I, was, I don't know if girlfriend is the term that <laughs> that they would use. <laughs> yeah, I. It almost seemed like it was like a. Uh, 
like I'm your boss type of situation. <laughs> like, she, yeah, she, like I thought yeah, she, was, she kinda, was not into that. I thought it was more yeah. like uh, she's screwing her way to the top. That's the way Tra- I took it as transactional. It, yeah, 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 yeah. This is pre Weinstein, so it used to. This used to be kosher. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, a Wednesday. <laughs> That's just a regular Tuesday, um, but yes. So, oh my, sorry. I, um, I I did like the uh, the little exchange they had when when she when they were like naming off like all their future guests. <laughs> like, Dude, yes, yeah. <laughs> The, Do you want the strippers? <laughs> what was it? The the uh, fuck. There was like a was a black neo-Nazi trans- group or something. Oh, yeah, yeah no. black oh, neo-Nazis. The impotent <laughs> transgender crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was two more. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. I I should have written those down because that the like, yeah, it was really funny and. I think that because this episode, for the most part, and especially the tone of this first bit, is like not very humorous. And so, like, I feel like that's a very subtle way of slipping in some like fucking hilarious humor. Yeah. And I think at the same time, kind of painting a picture of like this guy's kind of like a, a shyster, kind of like a, a, like a, a low rent, even lower rent, like Jerry Springer type of, yeah. type of guy. Yeah. Not not to be confused with a real journalist. He's like a, a tabloid version of that, <laughs> exactly. that type yeah. of journalist. Well, at the beginning, whenever I was watching the episode, I thought that he was doing like a newscast or like Dateline. And then you mm-hmm. find out like it's like basically Jerry Springer. Um, Highly you know, sensationalist. Um, which I think that the concept of that show, though, is pretty fucking cool. Like, is is that a... Is that like a show that was actually around back in the nineties? Yes. No, well, I know Jerry Springer, like that kind of shit, but like the like think... Horton Rivers Live, where people just go yeah. around. That's that's where Jerry Springer, like that was pre Jerry Springer. That sounds yeah. Cool. I think it was kind of reminding made... me of uh, uh, Unsolved Mysteries, that TV show, a little bit. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, with that, it was like, uh, they even poke, they make a direct reference to uh, Geraldo Rivera. Yeah. Back in the day, he he was kind of like an in-between, like, like a extra or like a current affair or something like mm-hmm. that mixed with, like, Unsolved Mysteries. And he had a couple specials. I think one, they tried to, like, dig, they, they, they thought they had, uh, like, the location of Jimmy Hoffa's grave under, like, uh, the yep. Meadowlands, and they went to investigate, and one was, like, the Al Capone's vault. I can't yep. remember where the mm-hmm. fuck that was, but they had, it was, like, a live event, and they went with cameras, and so they poke fun at him, and they, they reference that in this episode, like, say, like, one of his producers or something, he says, like, come on, we gotta make this good, it can't be, like, it can't fall flat, like, Al Capone's vault or whatever the shit, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's definitely, like, a, 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 a mirror of like a Geraldo Rivera, like sensationalized kind of, like kind of like a shyster, like like a snake oil salesman kind of journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's the perfect for that role. <laughs> yeah. So I um, oh what the fuck? Hang on, I googled because I um, have you guys heard about the uh, the serial killer that they were um kind of referencing? Yes. Local any of it's, this it's local to jim and i ish yeah it's local uh, to where i grew up 
yeah. uh, Dorothea Puente. Yep. Um, so, and somewhere our friend Richard's head is exploding because that was <laughs> that was his era as well. And oh, oh shut wow. up. There was recently, uh, I don't know, some shitty like Netflix show called Worst Roommate Ever. And he texted me immediately like, Dorothy Puente's story is coming up. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a big deal back then. So huh. I, I actually did watch The Worst Roommate Ever. Um, and I can't agree. I did not really dig that show very much. Um, that being no. said, I felt so bad for the man. They squatters rights what the fuck um but yeah so they do an episode on dorothea uh, puente but also i'm pretty sure i'm like 99 percent sure that bailey sarian did a murder makeup and mystery about her as well yeah it's it's definitely not one of the more well-known stories but uh if you look if you look into it you'll see it was covered by kind of maybe i guess you could call it like second tier stuff like oh i've heard of that podcast or that show but yeah, it's definitely not some of the one of the more well-known ones. Yeah, it was just this woman in Sacramento. And if you get really bored and want to look at like her Wikipedia to see her full life story, she's got a pretty wild life story. She comes from like a really shitty family shocker. And, you know, she's just kind of been like a con woman her whole life. And it's almost this exact story. Like she she owns this sort of boarding house with uh, socially less than desirable people whose absences go unnoticed you could say and then just start stealing their social security checks and buries them under her house and yeah they eventually caught her and i think i think they assigned nine murders to her but who knows could be yeah. more those are rookie numbers gotta rack those checks, up right? yeah <laughs> She was still collecting checks like well after they were dead, right? Oh yeah. 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 She just didn't report it or anything like that. And then so I wonder yeah. if, like did they did they say how much money she made from that? Like how how much money she stole? Um, I guess that would depend on when they died. And I don't know if they if they do know that. I'm not aware of that. I just know that she oh she overdosed them all to death and then just buried them in her yard and dumped them in the river and yeah, so when I was watching this, I was like, holy shit, this has got to be based on that. Because this came out in 90, I think, and and she got arrested in the mid-80s. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, so I thought that was a very cool coincidence that this would be the the topic. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn, Can't wait for watching Corpus to cover that. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that would, that's not a bad idea, especially because it's got the uh, you get the local color involved, the mm. regional aspect. So yeah, y'all can get your friend John or was it John right back on? Dick, Dog, yeah, John's John's sure. been on before. Dick Dog, I I started his episode. I started his first episode on my way home from work today. Yeah, we just released the second one. I wouldn't. It's uh, yeah, he's got a wild story. And he's he's super familiar. Like he's like a, he should he could be like a an unofficial like California like uh, like historian. Oh shit! <laughs> he's sort of like Joe Dirt mixed with Forrest Gump, where there's there's almost nothing that could come up that I'm not like one thread away from some connection to death. Yeah. I mean, case in point, this '80s serial killer woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, oh yeah, Dorothy Puente. <laughs> 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 hmm. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I was, I, I liked being able to clock it too. I was like, oh shit, I know, I forgot her name, but I was like, I know exactly what they're talking about. Um, so, um, are we ready to move on to the next section? Better in that house. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Get in that fucking house already. <laughs> <laughs> um, Horton and his cameraman trip walk around the house as Horton sensationalizes the fuck out of this murder case. They walk around the kitchen, the entertainment room, and the basement. Excuse me. As they enter the separate rooms, we see short clips of different murders kind of like spliced in there. Um, and they descend into the basement where all the bodies were buried. We find a small side room with a hole in the wall. I thought that hole in the wall was going to be more important. Before they could have break, Orton alludes to their next segment journeying through the hole, um, which they fucking didn't do. Um, they go back upstairs, and Sam tells Horton that the network wants him to speed the pace of the show up, which makes him upset as the man in the trenches while the network execs sit on their fat asses. <laughs> when they hang up, Trip and Horton hear um, pain moaning coming from upstairs. And Trip begins filming as they hear someone hoarsely saying, Help me. They look around for the source of the voice. And as they pan around the room, the shot begins to be obscured by snow and static. While Trip tries to fix the connection, Sam hears dripping water and sends Horton to investigate because utilities have been off for years and this house should be bone dry. I like that, like, euphemism, bone dry. Um... <laughs> Sam looks inside a bathroom and sees an old man sitting in a tub full of blood. He calls Trip over, and when they open the door again, he's gone. They get their picture back and resume filming. Doors begin slamming, chandeliers begin spinning, and blood begins just fucking flying everywhere as the room goes into a frenzy. It doesn't fly everywhere. It's like dripping down the walls or whatever. Once the action dies down, Horton jumps back on camera, asking them to patch Roland in. He tells them that they are experiencing psychic impression and poltergeist activity and tells them they were in danger the moment they entered the home. Um, so this section gave me like mad shining vibes. Like whenever he walks yeah. in and he sees the dude in the tub and then he opens the door and he's gone. I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I liked how that. when you alluded to like them sp splicing in, I liked how they spliced in uh, like in real time. Like they went into that one room and it did a flash of like what that that murder looked like in that mm -hmm. same room. And then it flashed back and it was just filming going in real time. I liked that a lot. I really liked that. And I was hoping that they were going to do more of that. Throughout yeah, I thought, they, I thought they did. And I was like, oh, yeah, they do that. It's a cool effect but then yeah they just did it the once but this is a pretty quick episode and they they kind of get off to the races pretty quickly too so i can't fault them for that either yeah i was telling nate that like before everyone else hopped into the call i was like man this episode like felt really short and like it was really short and then i looked and i realized that like most of the episodes we watch are like 27 to 28 minutes this one was only 20 minutes um mm -hmm. well i mean that's like well it was 21 minutes including credits and everything um so I, I i wonder why this one was shorter other than just maybe they ran out of story but i feel like unless it was a budget thing they really could have done more i honestly wanted more of the scary ghosty stuff which like 
If you have me asking for that, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely could have padded it a little bit more. But I think it could be just a, a, an effect of like them filming real time. So like the whole episode, it, it feels like it was done in real time. And uh, like you're, you're paced along with that episode. And once shit hits the fan, it's pretty relentless. It's like they just hit the pedal put they and you go and then that's it so but yeah this one does it you you feel the quickness of this episode too mm-hmm. for sure and it sucks because i wanted more like i yeah. i really was like wait it's over it's like damn um did y'all <laughs> um i thought it was a little weird that like and i know like i as you were saying like you know they they probably like it felt like it was supposed to be in real time they don't like they're like all right let's go to commercial and then like during one random spot in the episode you switch to a snuggles ad and i was like holy shit because i i'm pretty sure i felt felt total nostalgia right there i I saw that teddy bear yeah i may not have watched that exact same ad because that ad came out before i was born um but i remember watching ads with that exact same teddy bear dude that fucking little bear is creepy, though. Like, now that I get older, he's all snuggle. <laughs> Speaking Fuck of creepy, uh, the guy in the tub, was anybody else trying to get a sneak a peek of that guy's wrinkly hog, or was that just me? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just me? All right. <laughs> so I was really angling to get a look at that hammer. <laughs> um, Did they show hog? Or was it like real quick? I, no, he had some. Know. He had some like white underwear on or something. Oh, okay. It was all covered up from my my eyes only. <laughs> oh my god! Was the was his mouth like covered, or did he not have a mouth? Or blood was pouring out of it. Yeah, I think oh, it was yeah, just yeah. kind of bleeding out of his mouth. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there was like a glare on the screen because I just like I couldn't see his mouth and I thought I was wondering if that was like it doesn't matter. Um, I really liked um, the doors opening and closing. Like even though that's a really like subtle thing, it still kind of did scare the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, the practical effects were dope. Like that, the fucking that little uh, coffee table centerpiece thing, uh, how the it was chandelier like, shaking out the ceiling. Around. Yeah, and then the do- the door. The and door the was really cool. From the door, all that shit was awesome. Yeah, I think going back to what you guys were saying about wanting wanting more on there, I think they had enough ghosty stuff. I think I think where they could have filled out some more of the story would, would be like the relationship between him and the, yes. the producer, and more of a little bit more into her because give her more of a reason to kind of do what she does later and. Um, yeah, because she breaks a pretty hard heel turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this third segment that we're about to get into. Um, this is where we get into our. So we got the Shining as our middle segment. We got Unsolved Mysteries as the first segment. The Shining is the middle segment. Midsummer will be the third segment. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm uh I'm surprised the they made kind of made a big deal on that hole in the wall that was in the cellar. I'm surprised that didn't play a bigger part in it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that I, like I remember... maybe where, where she buried victims at some point or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I remember rewatching it this time. I was like, oh yeah, the whole, I thought, I thought they teased like, uh, you could see a figure or you could see something or like an oh. arm reach out into the camera, but they played it to where Horton and Trip didn't see it. So it was like cluing you, the viewer in like, Hey, mm-hmm. there's some, some shit is about to pop off right now, but it didn't happen. I was like, I must've just made that up in my head to make Dude, it. That would have been cool. If there was like a, a part during where all the shit is popping off where he runs down to the basement has his back towards the hole and like an arm does reach out for him. That would have been a pretty yeah. cool little scare. Although it is pretty funny that I think uh, the big fat guy in like in the control room that's watching them, they come across that rat and he's all, <laughs> it's his fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> that that guy's the best. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was my favorite character. My favorite character was the cameraman. He had like the biggest googly eyes during the. Yeah, Yeah, when shit's popping off, he's like, whoa. (laughs) I don't know. Was that the only one when they first introduced him? Like, oh, it's the cameraman trip. I was like, this guy is going to die 1000%. (laughs) Like, here, we want you to meet your expendable crewman. Here you go. Don't even give him a real name. (laughs) He was like a real life version of Otto mixed with like Crawl from (laughs) Son-in-Law. Yeah, these nicknames. But I I, I do know that some, I I, I do know people in real life who go by Trip. Is his name Trip because he trips a lot? (laughs) No. You should Uh, have said, is his name Trip because he had a nice fall? God damn it! Missed opportunity. A plus, A plus for Tom for this week. Gold star. Um. Well, all right. This is name trip because I can't think of it. <laughs> no. That that's like the Keen Peel skit where he's, I I said that joke first. And I, said that. I saw that. I saw that. I love when it starts catching on and then uh he's just like yeah <laughs> like he buys into it like when he realizes yeah, no man it was a really good joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good more key and peel please um are we ready to move on to this uh final segment to the midsummer yeah all right. Sam receives a call from the network telling him to keep it up as Horton begins to grow more weary of their current situation and asks for the police to be called. He notices blood stains on the floor and beckons Trip over, only to hear the sound of Trip's body swaying back and forth, and looks up in horror to see Trip dead hanging from the ceiling. But someone is still recording. Who's holding the camera? The ghost of one of the murder victims drops the camera and lurches at Horton. He attempts to escape, but runs into a group of elderly ghosts on the stairs and runs away into a room. The network calls back and tells the crew that they're loving all of this, and all while we hear Horton screaming for help in the background. The other producers tell Sam that it's her call. Do they pull him or keep the tape running? Sam doesn't think too long before she says, keep him in there. Horton, begging for help, is being chased by a chainsaw-wielding grandma, and she manages to get Horton in the gut. He jumps out the window, tangled in curtains, and unintentionally hangs himself. 
perfectly in view of the camera sitting outside the house. The phone rings as Sam goes out of the trailer to see that Horton really has died. And we hear this fucking hilarious outro play. Hey, folks, what's it like to have sex with Satan? Meet four women and one man who say they have. Next week <laughs> on Horton Rivers Live. And the camera fades to black. And Daddy Cryptkeeper is already fucking cackling at Horton. He says, oh, that Horton, he's a real swinger. He hangs out in all the right places. No wonder he's such a hit on live, or is it dead TV? <laughs> and then he's laughing away. Even the outro for this episode was short. Normally, I have to pause, yeah. and I'm, like, typing like a motherfucker. And tonight, I was able to almost do the whole thing from memory. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> was it Super Bowl week? I like that I... outro. It's perfect. It was good. Like, like the end of the episode and the Crypt Keepers kind of bow he puts on it just like that a lot i like how she didn't not only did she go yeah keep him in there she then got on the radio and was like hey by the way <laughs> you got to keep going yeah <laughs> the just network really cold-hearted needs to do this. yeah <laughs> well she gets that opportunity to flip back because the whole time when he's like fucking patronizing her about like you gotta have a killer instinct babe or yeah and she puts the bow on it she's like yeah the ratings are too high you're just gonna have to like you know go with it man up gotta have that killer instinct babe like, like she calls him babe and i was like oh chef's kiss that was awesome <laughs> um yeah, and then she put him in the bear suit and burned him up in that little building that she said she said keep him in there, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, what else though? Uh, the group of elderly ghosts on the stairs was honestly fucking hilarious. All of them are just standing there, like. <laughs> no, yeah. It was like it was like budget Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they did it so quick. I think it was it was cool because it yeah. was like this happening. Oh, like trip. It was like trip's dead. Oh fuck! And then he turns. He's like coming at him. And then I wrote down specific uh, old lady with a chainsaw. What the fuck? She's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did she have a chainsaw? Why did she have a chainsaw? How are these ghosts wielding fucking this machinery? Yeah, when she came in with the chainsaw, that was the exact moment I was like, fuck, I wish I would have watched this as a kid. Like, because this, <laughs> this would have been that that great balance of like, oh, shit, that's pretty scary. And also, this is awesome, you know, because I remember watching Are You Afraid of the Dark and not being scared, like, yeah. at all. Yeah, have Jim, seen... shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, have you never seen Ghost? They like teach you how to how to wield things in the real world in Ghost. That is true, but that's a, like flicking a quarter or kicking a fucking aluminum can. That's a step up to a fucking I'm, chainsaw. I'm not. I'm not. So it's not the ridiculousness of her having a chainsaw. It's why did she have a chainsaw? She didn't kill these elderly people with chainsaws. She drugged them and buried them. She didn't. She wasn't <laughs> massacring so far them. From her mo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> did. They did what we did with our theme song, and they said, "You know what? Throw a chainsaw in there just to fuck it up." Hell yeah! <laughs> a lot scarier there's than her little, coming at you with a, a bottle of pills, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take too many of these NyQuil. Yeah. 
she could have at least had a pillow. Smother <laughs> 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 him to death. Go to sleep. Talk to you. But then it wouldn't be bloody, and then his body hanging from the fucking window wouldn't be all on live television. That was dope. I like that. The, the it... showing his body get cut up by the chainsaw. That was pretty cool. I like that effect. Yeah. Yeah, I, the only thing I wish would have been better, and that I feel like they could have done it because I've seen some gory shit in uh, Tales from Crypt before. I was hoping, and I remembered it that like when she fucking slices him and then he pops out the window, it was similar to in uh, Hannibal, uh, the oh, movie when he when he pops him out of the fucking yeah, and when yeah, when he snaps when it like the rope bites his fucking mm-hmm. guts pop out so he's got yeah. the, the viscera kind of hanging out i thought that's what was in this and then i was like i kept waiting for it and they they skimped on that i feel like that would have like that would have been the perfect cherry on top mm-hmm. were, were any one of you guys thinking like man i would fuck that old lady up <laughs> like spartan kick to the sternum yeah then, it's, she's done right then it oh shatters man. instantly yeah I'll, she's I'll, a ghost your, your kick would go right through her yeah i guess that's true i i, I would try it though for sure <laughs> no, i would actually love to see that happen <laughs> and then she, you actually make contact she flies up into the wall <laughs> Steve's over here hoping there was a little ghost child in there somewhere <laughs> that he could just fucking yeet. Put it up like a like a point after. Yeah. Take this motherfucker. Yahtzee. Man, I honestly, I think that facing my like insane fear of ghost movies. This year really kind of just like made me latch onto the genre because I want more ghosts. Oh my god! Is that you a ghost? ghost apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, the ghosts man. hanging out at my house are like you rang. Um, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, every week we're like, let's call out to the spirits, and yeah. then we're all like, please God, don't talk to me, spirits. <laughs> um. No, but like I, I wish we had more ghosty shit on on Tales from the Crypt because I this episode was really cool and fun. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm I'm sure there is some more. But they do stick pretty close to to like creature kind of like uh, corporal, I guess, kind of stuff. I I'm trying to Money. think right now <laughs> if there's any other ghosty ones. I, nothing jumps out specific, but we got five. That's my. Seasons. There's going to be some more ghosty stuff. Yeah, there'll be something. <laughs> there's a trippy episode in season six or seven where it's definitely ghosty, and it's like, like it's it's like a 1408. I don't know if you've seen that. Like where, mm-hmm. like the it's like a a structure is a ghost and does like weird shit. Like it can change oh. rooms and that was like really Monster cool, House. Kinda <laughs> more more like psychological. Like it, like yeah. it can, it can like glamour you into like thinking one thing, and yeah, it's that that episode's dope. That's like my favorite genre, genre <laughs> of horror too, like uh, like ghost haunting stuff. That's like that's my favorite shit. How many episodes are there total? Um, you said good five seasons. Of trivia. No, there's seven. I think seven seasons. Oh wow! I think it's 
Some there's, seasons are like 10, some are 15 plus episodes. So there's probably 93 like, episodes. Oh, wow. And do you know, according did, to IMDb, did all those seasons run, you know, consecutively or did they have a break where, you know, it got canceled for a couple of years and then came back? Because I, I know I nothing about this show at all. I think it was pretty consecutive. Yeah. It's like 80, uh, 89 to 96. 96. Or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. 96. And later on, too, at, I think at some point in like season five ish, they syndicated it and put it on Fox and they edited yeah. it heavily. Maybe oh, that's yeah. when I first became aware of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They used to put it on like after like X Files or some shit, like, like Friday or Saturday nights at like nine or 10. Mm hmm. Fuck what? SNL. I'm going to watch Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> For reals. There's a werewolf episode coming up, I think, in the next couple of seasons that's really dope that I saw on Fox, and it was still pretty scary and pretty good, really good. I'm just picturing I mean, honestly... What's picturing, that? I'm just picturing you, Jim, as uh, Kevin in Home Alone. Like, I'm not afraid anymore watching it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just getting scared shitless. No, you I'm hear me? I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Hello, Kevin. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to hear my uh, how how it should have ended pitch? Yeah. Yes. I got a, I got a whole how it, how I would have changed the entire episode. Let's hear it. So I would have gone a little bit different and had him in the house and seeing all of this shit, but like no one else sees it. So like when they're videotaping it, the people in the truck don't see anything and they just see him reacting and then and then they go the other way and start getting really annoyed. Like, hey, you got to chill, man. Like, what are you doing? But the, the network's calling him saying, yeah, keep on it. it. We love it. But then they're just like, dude, chill. You can't. Like nobody buys this, nobody sees anything you're talking about, mm -hmm. and then he ends up gets still gets chucked out or whatever. Yeah, I I like that because honestly, that's where I was hoping it was gonna go too. Because he opened up the the bathroom door, he sees the dude in the tub, and he's like, "Holy shit!" And he shuts the door, and then Trip comes back, and he's like, "I don't see anything." And I was like, "Oh yes!" I was like, "The ghosts are gaslighting him," and then immediately, <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> Got a crackhead in the tub again. <laughs> I kind of, I think that would be a good idea, a good uh, different angle to take. I also did like the fact that like they saw the shit and they're like, oh shit, yeah, this, all this crazy ghost shit's really happening. And then they're so like cynical and like the, the world that they paint, they're like, yeah, keep going. This is great. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we just saw that guy with his throat slit and like all this blood <laughs> and all this crazy paranormal shit going on. But go for it, like, go die. It'll be great for ratings. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Guess I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> um. The uh, that little reveal where they had um, Trip as the one that was hanging, and then they were like, "Oh, I just, I just, I don't really want them to say like, who's who's filming or whatever." Mm -hmm. But yeah. <laughs> I still like that little reveal that pop up that he realized that was pretty funny to get out the way or whatever. And that yeah. was the that was the um, I feel like that was the funniest face of the whole episode is the guy who had the camera. He puts it down and he's like, Rah! <laughs> <laughs> 
the googly eyes of the episode, if you will. I know that trip is the googly eyes of the episode, but the googly eyes scene of the episode, if y'all know what I mean. Um, yeah, but, I, ca- I had to rewind on the when he first saw the rats, and then like he just stared at the rats all like weird with these big googly eyes. I was like. <laughs> I was like, did they do something? Like, did I miss something? I had to rewind it to see, like, what is he staring at? <laughs> like, why is he so freaked out? And I was like, no, it was just the rats. Just some rats fucking. <laughs> I think they were eating flour. <laughs> what? Maybe he was, like, thinking, like, man, I want to go up and just take a big old bite out of one of them rats. I, I, uh, I was, you, I was thinking of all. I was thinking of uh, Bad Boys 2. There's a scene where they're in the attic of a guy's house and they oh, see yeah, some yeah. mice banging. <laughs> <laughs> was anybody else trying to see like what those rat dicks were looking like? Or... It was so all covered rainy. up with fur. Yeah, so furry. I couldn't tell. It's <laughs> bummed out. Just me? Okay. See if the rat's hairy <laughs> balls. <laughs> with the boots and the Barry fur. just came downstairs and swept away all of Milo's toys that were sitting next to me. Talk about hairy balls. <laughs> Milo lost his, remember? Yeah. yeah, I made sure to show them to you guys the day before. <laughs> There's some heavy sacks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jim, who is a comedian that's like, the rails. personally, I'm pro dog balls. What was oh, that from? Fuck. Oh my God. Who was that? Yeah, what's he say? Wasn't it Burr? I'm pretty sure it's Bill Maybe. Murray. He's like, let me be clear. I'm pro dog balls. I'm pro <laughs> balls on the dog. Yeah. What's he? He's that like, sounds right. Yeah, it is. It's Bill Burr. Yeah. Let me because yeah, he he goes on this tangent and then he stops himself and he's like, let me be clear. I'm pro dog balls. And then he goes <laughs> on a tangent about like, like how they look sad or something when they're gone and they're like, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm almost positive it's him. That's the way I'm hearing it in my head, but I yeah. had a very unhappy kitty cat, let me tell you. Um, but anyway, enough about animals, dongs. Um, are we ready to are we ready to grade this hoe? Let's grade it. I'm down. All yeah. right, let's grade it. Um oh hey, dude. Oh G baby, you go ahead as our guest, go ahead and um and uh, give it your grade. Fair. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, this is like a top five episode for me. Uh, I'm gonna come in and give it an A minus, solid A minus. Uh, I like that. I think one of its strengths is it's a quicker episode, it's rapid fire to me because it's like you frame out, you got this asshole, you're kind of rooting against him, you got the haunted house aspect that's fucking cool, and it like it doesn't really pull its punches. I feel like it it gets it gets into the action really quick and i like that and it doesn't have any kind of lull and this dude's fucking dead and then there you go uh so to me like i consider this is like a really good appetizer like just perfect 
What's your whistle? A minus. All right. That is a solid A minus from G Baby. Um, Steve, would you care to go ahead and grade this this one next? Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I've, this is the only episode I've ever seen, so I don't really have a good frame of reference for comparison. But just on its own, I would I would agree a solid A minus for sure. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I I deduct no points for corny time frame just because that's what it was um and yeah like i said earlier i wish i would have watched it more as a kid because we were like we were like a uh, gym i know you like beyond belief fact or fiction with jonathan frakes oh yes Fuck that yeah. was that was kind of our version of this show when i was younger and that was just a good show that's, <laughs> that's a good show a, that's just a good show not Peace this time up, we made it down. Up. yeah dude totally um, what, Jim, was, what was your grade, Steve? A uh, A minus. Jim sent me like a ten minute compilation of Jonathan Frakes. Like, it's false. We tricked yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've good. seen that. Or, or the the one where it's like Not the meme time. is like the we meme is like um, what is? Oh it? yeah, it's like, have you ever ridden your bicycle in a grocery store? It's like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The tagline though, it's like when you're working from home and you're like four year old gets to bu- bugs you with a question every thirty seconds, and it's him oh. and he, like he strolls in on a bike, and like other time he's just like, you ever go walking in a wild blue yonder? And he's like, you ever put your hands in cement? And just all these like rapid fire. Do you have a pen? Like it's, yeah. it's so funny. Like just the bang, 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 and then you think of a kid coming you. And asking just stupid fucking questions nonstop. It's, it's a good one. Why? And some yeah. of them are just so nonsensical. Like, have you ever microwaved a tuna fish sandwich? What? What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Have you ever looked at a rat's dick? Yeah. What's the biggest rat dick you've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've seen plenty. Would you prefer to see rat dick or old man hog? <laughs> hey, we're not at that segment yet, sir. <laughs> um, well, uh, Nate, why don't you go ahead and grade this episode next? Um, I'm going to give this a B plus. I'd like it. It's good. Uh, short, quick to the point. I guess I, um, I was hoping it'd have a little more meat on its bones i guess um like maybe a little more character stuff uh i think that was pretty much all that it was missing but no i I do like this one it's got some it's a it's a nice little horror short i like uh haunted house short i like that um the special effects were a lot of fun like the when horton gets cut up with the chainsaw that was pretty sweet and so good that the bloody door i i like that special effect too uh yeah b plus all right and fun what it do i am also going to give it a b plus but a very high b plus just shy of the a and 88.7 what scale did you did you go on rule <laughs> Cool. <laughs> well, to me, that's like a high B plus. Yeah, I'd give it. I mean, I'd give it. I, I, I don't know what the percentage. A couple points apart, like a 89 yeah. to a 90. Oh, yeah. We're right in that range. Um, 
Yeah, I, it's it, it's solid all the way through. It's it is a little short. Um, they don't really have time to. I mean, the guy plays his part awesome. He's an asshole. You can tell right from get go, and he just plays it up throughout. Uh, wish there was a little bit more development with the rest of the characters, or at least with with Sam, um, uh, or some like even add on at the end where because she like turned him you kind of sees you kind of see her going down the path where he was where everyone doesn't like her that type of thing maybe something like that where she kind of gets her her comeuppance too um and as steve brought up the the old woman didn't get didn't get beat so you know gotta in honor of steve being on the show i'm gonna deduct Fuck. a little bit of points just for the old lady not getting the not elderly her, not getting beat. dude knock her fucking head off <laughs> <laughs> Had she gotten Spartan Spartan kick to the chest, it would have been an A plus from Steve. A plus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, if he started by backing up, like, oh no, oh wait a second, this is a fragile old woman. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, had... uh, high B plus. High B plus. All righty then. Um, well, I am going to give this episode an A. Um, I really liked it. The concept is like right up my alley. It's the shit that I would probably be watching. You know, like if, if that was on television, I would be like all over it. Um, I, I really liked all the, as y'all already kind of talked about, like the effects that they did. I liked the story. Um, and same as Steve likes whenever children and elderly people get absolutely (laughs) beat the fuck up. I love whenever a woman throws a man under the bus. So whatever she was like keep them in there it sealed the deal for me um obviously i do wish it was a little longer um but that being said like i still like i think that i would rather something leave me wanting more than for me to feel like i got too much if that makes sense yeah um it's better than dragging on and that's showbiz. So um, I think that so we got Steven, Steven, Jim are both A minuses. Thon and Thon and Nate are both B pluses, and I'm an A. So I think that's just solid A. Minus. Solid A. Minus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, okay, A minus. I think this is like our first A average that we've had yes. on a, on an episode. Definitely. Dang. Um, yeah. Does the show? So, to those of you who have seen the majority of the show, is it is it one of those ones that gets better as it goes, or worse, or does it kind of arc in the middle, or is it kind of just up and down the entire time? Or I'm curious about this as well (laughs) because I'm getting nervous here. Yeah, because if the answer is oh, it just gets worse from here on out, like oh great, we (laughs) we have 78 more of these. No, I mean, I mean I they got say... seven seasons. They must have been doing something right. Yeah. Uh, Nate, you want to go first? Nate Thon? Because <laughs> aren't you? Yeah. I've I've seen like I've seen like ninety percent of them. I would say. I, I would say I I would say it bounces around quite a bit. Okay. Like I mean, it, especially not, right? like like these first these first few are pretty solid, um, and then I think it after that it gets it kind of jumps around for me. Like I think it it's like it's still a good show. It's still a really good show. Um, there's just some couple stretches I think of some episodes that are just kind of blah. 
that that's reassuring to hear um as someone who has five more seasons of this to do a <laughs> podcast about um I'm, I'm i'm i'd rather hear that it jumps around than to hear that there are points when it like dips you know because like there i got nervous thinking that like season seven was going to take a dark turn and that's why the show is no longer on but um hopefully you know i i i am i am excited though because as a whole i'm, I'm pretty pretty on par with this show it's also right up my alley um as an adult <laughs> i'm curious to, i'm curious what happens when it goes to like a major network because you could see it losing some of its pizzazz but you could also see it maybe get gaining more in like having more creative writing by being on a major network. So, or it could just go to shit. Who knows? I'm be curious to hear what you guys think. Yeah. It also depends on the directors and you know, those people that they bring on to. Um, yeah. Milo stop, dude. My pets this episode are killing. Me. I would <laughs> I would say if you looked out on like a like a bird's eye view, it's like a bell curve. Like it kind of you ride you ride the roller coaster up mm-hmm. to like season two, three, and four. I think are pretty great, and then you're on the backswing, season five and on. But if you like zoomed in on each individual season, I think every season has some good like really good episodes that are worth the ride. And a couple of stinkers, and then I think that just that trend just gets worse. There's like fewer standout episodes in like season six and season seven. But I think also when it was kind of riding the wave, I think it was uh, it was like a popular thing, you know, to like ooh, like you know, this thing's happening, and they got you know uh, Gregory Hines or whoever on this episode. So it was kind of like a like a flavor of the month kind of thing that lasted a little bit longer than that but to like for a celebrity to like kind of stretch their their or spread their wings a little bit and go on this funky ass horror show that was on hbo and they all it also attracted a certain kind of director too because you'll see as it as it goes on you don't see as many top tier like directors coming in to like direct like the opportunity to direct the tales from the crypt episode after season like five but I'd probably say my favorite episodes are right in the wheelhouse of like three to five. That's that's the sweet spot to me. Hmm. So um, you're saying that we're not going to see Arnold Schwarzenegger come back to direct more episodes? Negative. <laughs> Did that happen? That oh, yeah. Happened. Oh, God. What was the episode? It's not really that? that great of an episode. I don't think it's, he would like you it. Don't I, think say. I think it's decent. I don't think he'd like it. but it's, I think it's, 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 it's me. <laughs> But it's, is it is it well, bad enough? Is it bad enough to like it ironically, or is well, it just I think, shitty? You, you'll find Steve, some sort of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I think Steve, uh, Steve, you'll like it because uh, our main asshole is an old guy. Um, nice. So you're just watching an old guy's life go to shit. <laughs> nice. Old William William Hickey. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold directing. Wow. Okay. Um, he he even joins boy, the and everything. It's. It's pretty cool. I I would recommend it. It's a season two, episode two, the switch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just listened to our episode on that the other day. Um. Anyway, so um, when we can't talk about more Arnold this time, I uh, <laughs> we'll be here all night. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think it's time. Well, I actually, I need to watch Jingle All the Way again before Christmas. 
I oh, yeah. was going to do that last week, and I... It's turbo time. <laughs> you said you were going to do it. I know. Well, then I got drunk at my Christmas work party, and that's not what I did when I got home. Um, well, so... Logan, it's turbo time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys, speaking of which, since we're talking about Tales from the Crypt as a whole... Um, we got some pretty exciting news this week about Tales from the Crypt. I already know that I um, I posted it in the Slack and fucking nobody said anything. Well, G, maybe you may have said something or maybe you liked it. No. Um, what was it? Unmade Tales from the Crypt movie will receive a table read this holiday season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I saw a video on Instagram. Um, oh, shit. What's what's her name? It's. Zemeckis's wife, I think. What's her name? Matt Madeline? Mrs. Zemeckis? Mrs. Zemeckis, That's I her think. Her first name is Mrs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a girl. What are you going to name her? Mrs. Um, hang on. Let me go to my. Madeline Albright. Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> so let me go to my. Okay, yeah. Uh, Leslie Zemeckis. Um, posted a video that her uh, and like um, a bunch of other actors are going to were so close, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> are going to do a table read of this unmade Tales from the Crypt movie, and I was kind of reading this uh, this article earlier, and apparently the uh, Tales from the Crypt movies were supposed to be a trilogy, not just two. Um, well, let me go ahead and see. If I can find right. the list of actors that is going to be reading, um, I saw I saw Sean Astin. Sean Astin was one is, of oh, them. Really? Uh, oh, Jake Busey, Tia oh. Carrere. Jake, yeah, Jake Busey, lesser, better. Hey, <laughs> real real quick, fun trivia factoid is the one of those movies that you alluded to that was supposed to be in the tr original trilogy of Tales from the Crypt was the Frighteners. Because Zemeckis oh, oh, yeah. executive produced Frighteners as well, and Jake Busey was in the Frighteners. Oh. But Zemeckis looked at it and he was like, I think we have something. This is like a standalone, like this is its own thing. So he pulled it out and gave it to Peter Jackson, who did all the Lord of the Rings and stuff. Hey. And that was actually the foundation. He built Weta Digital for the Frighteners, and that later became the foundation, which where they were able to pull off all the crazy effects and shit in lord of the rings anyway sorry i just frighteners peter jackson that, geeked out on you but that is yeah it was supposed to be part of the tales from the crypt universe which uh, i don't really agree with but it would have been interesting to see that flavor injected into that movie oh um, i'm surprised you say it doesn't uh work with it considering we just watched an episode that had ghosts in it no, yeah, I, I'm not against it either way. I would have liked to see what they would have done with it under the banner of, you know, Tales from the Crypt. Mm. But I, I like it standalone, too. It's like one of my favorite movies. Well, yeah. they couldn't get Billy Zane in it, so that's why they had to move away from the Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> Shut it, Zane! <laughs> I almost wore my... I got my Frank Bannister sweater from the Frighteners right here, too. Nice! nice. I got a little too toasty in here, though. Um, Chelsea Rebecca also is going to be in it. I don't recognize. Oh yeah, I recognize that name, but I. She's from Dead Meat with uh, James oh, Agnese. Oh shit! That's... That's his wife. Yeah. Holy shit! No, I know. Okay, so I know exactly who that is. I love. Her. Yeah. Did y'all yeah, hear? Awesome. 
did y'all hear uh, Diego playing uh, the the kill count earlier on YouTube? He kind of played really loud for a second, and then he turned it down. Oh, um, yeah. I love, kill count's dope. I love whenever Chelsea hosts the episodes. She's great. Her, her American Psycho episode, chef's kiss. I also just fucking love American Psycho. Um, not, not to okay. be too much of a downer here, but I, I, I didn't say anything on the Slack thing because I'm not going to get too excited about it until they're like actually in production. No, it's like, just a table actually, like, just a table like once they like have a date, like hey, this is gonna come it's, out. It's not really right. anything. It's they're just reading at a table. It's not really right. gonna be in a production. Yeah. Um, but if depending on how it goes, maybe it could right. lead to something. Right. How long okay. have, yeah. How long has it been like up in the air as a perspective movie? I, I don't think it's like I don't think it's like that's the thing that we're I think we're saying is like it's not slated to like be made i think it was a it was a concept or like maybe even a script that was written for a movie like that was supposed to be a part of this tales from the crypt trilogy and then it just never got picked up or it never got made um and so these people oh and also um forgot to mention john kassir also will be a part of the table read as daddy crypt keeper um yeah so in that video with Leslie Zemeckis, she kept saying, she's like, so I'm uh, going to be doing Excuse this me, it's read. Mrs. Zemeckis. The Mrs. Zemeckis <laughs> kept saying, like, I'm going to be doing a table read with the Crypt Keeper. And then she's like, so join me and the Crypt Keeper. And she just keeps saying, like, and <laughs> the Crypt Keeper. And I, I was like, did she make this for me? <laughs> um, so they're going to be streaming that, I think, tomorrow night, uh, the 17th. Wait, what's... No, that's... <laughs> Wait, it's uh, Saturday. 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 Oh shit! Yes, that means I can watch yes. it. Oh, maybe I'll try to host like a watch party if anyone else wants to watch. Um, anyway. Um, and then you'll fall asleep and. <laughs> Never mind. We're not gonna open that, but I can of worms. Um, it has happened. So, um, are we ready to move on into um dad astrology? We're going to move into dead astrology. Clap them cheeks. <laughs> starlight, starlight, the first stars in tonight. Each week, our professor of astrology, Thon, will look to the stars and tell us about the past of the stars from this week's episode and what they might be up to now. Jim Thon- is dead. Can somebody away. can somebody send a medic to his house? Uh, I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> Just take a minute. I need to call in a welfare check. <laughs> something go down the wrong pipe, or did something really just hit your tuning fork? Yeah, I hit my own tuning fork. <laughs> you saw a picture of an old man's dick. Yeah. <laughs> He's got questions. He found the dick in the episode. (laughs) It's going in slow mo. That's all the bonus features. Short, but it's fierce. All the the bonus features on the uh, DVD set. It's just all old man dicks from every episode we didn't see. Boner Boner Jams 04. Naderade's over here like Jonah Hill and Super Bad, just drawing dicks all the time. Hey, like eight percent. So there I was drawing this big veiny bastard. <laughs> oh, anyway, where were we? Sorry. Stop. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to keep, I mean, it's going to be a short segment here because uh, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. And also I knew, I figured we'd run long on everything else. So I'll just keep it short. Um, you knew. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless G baby wants to get on a tangent on some of these things I'm about to say. <laughs> um, I, might, I have the, a couple little factoids. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only ones I wrote down here was the, um, uh, Psychic guy, uh, Peter Van Norden. Uh, he was in Police Academy 2. Oh, here we go. Oh, you want to throw Police Academy are. 2 in there? Police Academy. Hey, hey G-Baby, no, no one else here has seen Police Academy. How bullshit is that? I've seen it. Well, Steve has nice. seen it. Gagged. Yeah. Gagged. Oh, yeah. So this really means that I need to I need to get on this. My homework is set. <laughs> Is is number two citizens on patrol or no? no that's, that's like four. That's four. That's four. With David Spade plays a little skater punk. Oh, okay. I've seen that. Yeah, clip. yeah. yeah. I, I I know I've seen citizens least... on patrol. Okay, relax, dude. <laughs> um, that one's good. Yeah, I've se- I know I've seen at least three of the what nine that there are, but yeah, dude, Tackleberry. Oh man, Tackleberry's the best. See. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> we tried. I tried talking to them about Colleen Camp uh, a couple weeks ago, being uh, Tackleberry's wife, and nobody knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I don't. I don't know Shame. Colleen Camp. Huh? I don't know the name Colleen Camp. Is she in? Is she in Police Academy? She's Tackleberry's wife in Police Academy. Oh, in the movie, uh, but also in real yeah. life. Is that what you're saying? No, in the in the movies, she's Tackleberry's What's... wife. What's significant about Colleen Camp? Was she like a former like power lifter or like she was? She, she was a vet. Or she was a vet in Clue. Oh, the, the maid in Clue. Right. <laughs> Dude, oh, we're back she on in? Weren't you guys just talking about that too? She was in something else recently. Maybe that was that. Just Straight Chillin' Boys. We're talking. She about was. That. No, she, she was she... in uh, Corman's Calamity. Yep. That's what it was. It was you guys. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> she played the fucking yeah. She played the <laughs> bitch ass wife. Dude, bitch on wheels. That was like my ex. That was like my ex fiance, pretty much. Yeah, you should watch (laughs) Calamity if you want a fun flashback. (laughs) God, they haven't seen Night Court either, G baby. (laughs) Dude, I I can give that though because Night Court's pretty. Like I I only I'm 37, almost 38, and I have vague glimpses of Night Court. My my grandpa used to watch it like all the time and loved it. And I only recognize a couple of the faces, one of which was Harry. What, what the fuck's his name? Harry Anderson. Corman's, Harry Anderson. Uh, our buddy, our buddy Dick loves yeah, fucking Night all, Court, dude. All roads, <laughs> yeah. they see? all come back. Yeah, <laughs> he he's a Night Court junkie for sure. <laughs> Love that show. Um. Anyway, uh, Sam was uh, Dorothy Park. Uh, she wasn't in, in a whole lot that I wrote down, but I didn't want to just throw out the couple episodes of the numerous shows she was in classic uh 80s uh charles in charge 21 jump street night court is also there (laughs) of course yes uh want to throw out jake and the fat man (laughs) because i wrote that down yes 21 jump street i know there's like an original and then there's the channing tatum and jonah hill which one are you talking about i'm talking about the original yeah the og yeah Johnny Depp and uh, Richard, Richard. Was it Richard Grieco? Yeah. I want to watch that. Yes, that's right. I need to I need to watch that. 
<laughs> Bump that down. Fuck your you, list Doug. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she was in an episode of Full House where I guess she sang Rock and Robin. <laughs> Weird. Good for yeah. her. Um, that's, that's her peak right there is Full House. Honestly. And then um, uh, Horton was played by Morton Downey Jr. And Daddy before Jr. you ask about Daddy Downey, <laughs> and before you ask about Robert Downey Jr., uh, they are no relation. Okay. <laughs> they just happen to be two Downey Juniors in Hollywood. Yeah. The fuck? Steve, do it. What is it? No, sir. We are. What is That's it? what I was doing. The Forrest Gump. We, we no, are not sir, relations. We are no relation. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I know this. Go ahead, sir. Jim and I did have a fun argument years ago that I don't know if he'll remember when we were talking about the the lineage of names that fathers passed down, like Bob Jones the first, the second, and he thought Junior came third, (laughs) and then the fourth. And he's like, "Well, no, because there's the first, the second, and then Junior." And then the third. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you remember this? Yo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I can, I, dude, I'd gone. So I don't know what age I, I was then. Probably late twenties, maybe early thirties, when that information. So I had been as a junior. My, he is a junior. I'm a junior. <laughs> so up until that late point in my life, I was convinced, like, oh, this is the way it is. This is the natural order of things. And Steve was like, no. And I'm pretty sure I fought you tooth and nail for like a half yeah. an hour before I was like, oh yeah, that is no. Stupid. We had to we had to bring a much consensus sense. of other people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in the room, like guys, please help me. Do you do you do you not know your grandfather's name? Well. So yeah, well, because wouldn't so his my, name have to be Jim for your theory to work? My grandfather had the same name, I, th- but he didn't have the same middle name. My oh. dad had the same name, middle name, everything. I got you. So, so he was senior, I was junior, but I thought the order was different. Oh, that makes sense. So I, I thought I was the third because I thought my grandpa had the same name. Hmm. But he didn't. All right, that Duh. makes more sense. <laughs> so, so you were the third and also the second at the same time. Yeah. All I know is, whenever we have patients that are juniors, it's a pain in the ass. Dude, it is. It don't. Whoever's out there, don't fucking name your kid after you. Don't make don't it the same. Make it something completely different. It's fucking stupid, dude. I've had so many problems with that shit. Don't even get me started. Anyway, yeah, yeah we, could, we could, we could, we <laughs> could. Okay, um, Thon, keep going. <laughs> hey, actually, I had I had two factoids about Dorothy Park. I know this year, yes. you're, can I trample on you just for one second? Get in there. Another trample. A fun, a fun aside is she was also in an episode of Tales from the Dark Side, which is another anthology TV series similar to Crypt. If you guys keep it going, you got a bunch of other avenues. You can go down. That would be a fun one too. But and then I also noticed because I know you're a Will Patton fan, Thon. Uh, she was in No Way Out with Kevin Costner, Will Patton. Uh, yeah, it's like from like '87. Really fucking good flick. Awesome. I don't Super, know that one. I have like, to check that one out. Dude, it's great. It's Pete Costner. 
Oh, it's like right. It's like right before Wait. Dances with Wolves. I was gonna say Pete Costner was eighty-seven. Dude, he had some good ones, man. Like, I would say eighty-five to like ninety-four. Yeah, he had a bunch of good ones right in that. Once he hit Waterworld, then things got weird. Yeah, yeah, but then he had a couple. You know, he had a, he had a few others later. Yeah, he had some. You get Mr. Brooks but... in there. Dude, Mr. Brooks is. Have you ever seen Mr. Brooks, Steve? I have. I saw it when it came out, and I didn't like it at the time. But really, did you yeah, not like it because you thought you needed it needed more or less Dane Cook? <laughs> I just, I think it. I, I think the problem was I was expecting more from it, and I was just really disappointed. I remember not liking the ending, thinking it was kind of cornball. I don't even remember what the ending was. But there's like a weird like double cross or, or some betrayal at the end that I thought like wow that was fucking dumb. But yeah, doesn't I mean, it allude to like his daughter is like no, I think killer instinct or something. I don't know. Doesn't like Dane Cook kill him in the end or something? No, he he kills Dane Cook for okay. sure with a shovel. We're just gonna spoil this whole movie. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. We talking no, about fine. employee of the month? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only Dane Cook movie I've seen. That's um, how I remember it. I mean, Pete Costner for me is like Bull Durham, Tin Cup. Yeah. Field for, of Dreams, come on. For Love of the Moonlight Game. Moonlight Graham. Underrated for Love of the Game. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. It's good. I mean, I don't want to oversell it, but it's better than I thought it would be. Isn't that uh, Kelly McGillis? Or is that... Um... Kelly Preston. Yeah, she's dead now. John Travolta is, yeah. So, honor her memory and watch it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's it for Dorothy Park. I thought that was a fun nice. aside, and I'd bring up No Way Out is a good, is a banging flick. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out. It's got it's got your recommendation. I'm in. Sweet. Um. Anyway, Morton Downey Jr. No relation to Robert Downey Jr. Uh, which also I was going to go on a Forrest Gump rant for, for a minute, but we'll, we'll bypass that. Do it. <laughs> Steve is like, Don't you just said in. the magic word. All right. So I came up with, I, I saw the ending of it uh, the other night and I, for some reason it just clicked in my head and I said, how shitty do you think Jenny actually is? Do you think she's the type of person that that's actually not Forrest's baby, but she yeah. knew she was sick? And yes. she knew that she would take care of him. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think Jim and I <laughs> have actually talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a secret fan theory or is this like actually be. confirmed? No, I think it's secret fan theory. Yeah. Um, that movie's so fucking sad that I've only seen it twice. The only reason I watched it again was because I forgot how sad it was. <laughs> but I'm a little bit more all the time. I am Bubba Gump. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. You got new legs. Yeah. Uh magic legs. <laughs> yeah. Je- that's Jenny's one of the a... most quotable. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny's a horrible person. I'm... She met the demise she deserved. And yeah, I think it was just <laughs> preservation. I mean, yeah. to just take advantage of Forrest one more time. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um yeah. the ultimate one more time. <laughs> So who's a bigger piece of shit, Jenny or uh, the grandpa in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, grandpa. Mm. 
That's a hmm. that's a tough choice. So yeah, man. Hmm. So Barlow. Grandpa is lazy by omission, by what he doesn't do, right? Like he just lays there like a piece of shit. But Jenny yeah. is kind of evil by commission by the things she does do. So yeah, different. I would I would have to give the honor to Jenny because I feel like she did more evil things versus Grandpa, piece of shit, not doing anything. But corollary, oh, that's my cat. But oh, there she is. Think about it this ah, way. Maybe <coughs> excuse me. What if she was think about she had a kid maybe she, she was doing the best the last best thing she could do for someone else for she's looking yeah. out for her kid and not for forest i gotcha okay. like yeah well yeah. she wants to make sure he has that's... a good life and who's the one person she knows that will give that kid the best life yeah and it's it. never gonna fuck him over and it just so happens he's in a good financial position like it's just like yeah perfect storm of like yeah that's a that's a pretty good one because you know grandpa he's just doing jack shit in that bed while his family's getting poor and everything he's not doing yeah. anything yeah yeah fuck grandpa yeah fuck <laughs> grandpa I, uh, fuck him yeah i'm pretty sure i saw a skit somewhere but i <laughs> it just cracks me up the thought of him like jumping out of bed and starting the dance and the whole family being like, what the fuck? Are you yeah. serious? <laughs> nah, go you're not going with, with him. You're working tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> to anyway, ease everybody's concern, I have seen the original. <laughs> Dude, I refuse to watch that new one with Johnny Depp. That shit looks like a fucking abomination. It's right? so fucking funny. It's so bad. Ow! Oh my god. <laughs> you just got, got mauled attacked. by a dog? <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. I was mauled by a vicious pit bull. Y'all witnessed a vicious pit bull attack. <laughs> so Morton Downey too- Jr. is not a He was in Predator 2, and that was hey. about it. Uh, he had some a couple other acting credits, but the he did have one of these exact type of shows. He was one of the people that actually started like the trash TV craze. <laughs> um, but he had a show kind of like this, kind of like that tabloid um, Geraldo Rivera type of show. Um, it does make me think of, I know it was kind of a trope, especially on Married with Children, where <laughs> they would have like, I think it was on, I think they were making fun of Oprah because her talk show originally kind of started out tabloid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was and, pretty uh, trashy. So they had the, like on Married with Children, they always had the running joke where you'd hear the TV and say, next up on Oprah, you know, whatever, circus circus freaks who do whatever. And, uh, you know, they would get progressively crazier all the time. So I like that little gag in this that, that kind of tied to that. But he had one of those shows, and that's kind of how he got to be like famous. <laughs> I really like and appreciate how Tales from the Crypt Whenever they want to have certain characters on their show, they get experts. So, like in the ventriloquist dummy, they had like, oh shit, there was an accident <laughs> in my parking lot. Um, <laughs> have y'all ever heard of the Citizen app? No. Is, is it similar no. to like Next Door? Probably. Um, it notifies you of like reported things that happen in your area. 
So like I'll wake up in the morning and it'll be like six miles away, man shot to death in the street or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, or whatever. And so I just got a notification that said uh nine hundred feet away, uh vehicle collision with injuries. That's Damn. basically my 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 up my apartment in my complex parking lot because I'm in the middle of the forest. Um anyway. Oh, there are the sirens. The vehicle emergency services are here. Um, no, it's, it's a cracking uh, episode. Oh, yeah. So, so tales from the crypt. They, um, they take the you know they get the experts. So, like they had um, those two comedians for the ventriloquist dummy, and then for this trash TV episode, they have trash TV guy. Yeah, I saw, you know, I you, know the, you know the you know those guys him. weren't actually ventriloquist actors, right? But they were still comedians. Yes, they were comedians. I'll give you that. <laughs> Steve, that. Steve, that's is a that the one episode you gotta watch. Is the dummy yeah, episode? That that's my, I gave that an A plus. It's got uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite from yeah. Uh, yeah. Police oh, yeah. Academy. So you got that's a that's huge. And Don and Rickles. Don Rickles. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get <laughs> off a horse and go up to the mountains. Stop yeah. bothering everybody. <laughs> These guys didn't know who Don Rickles was. Oh, yeah, I do. I heard I heard that episode and I was like, what? Come on. I was right there with you. I Sorry, really thought man. I was gonna know Bobcat Wilson, but I, I not I, even I, close to Wilson. <laughs> yeah, what? I, the tonight, I was too. way off. It's Mrs. Zemeckis. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwaite. I don't know why I keep... Okay, you two. Jesus. I'm going to watch Barry lose an eye. Um, anyway, I I swear to God, I've seen him in something. And I'm sure that I maybe I've seen him do like a voice acting thing. And they animated someone to look like... I, we're getting off topic. Um, Tis the season. He's in Scrooge. And he's, he's awesome. And oh, Scrooged. yeah. Scrooge. Yeah, so you good. Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that like three times in the past three days, so I'm I got Scrooge on the brain right now. <laughs> oh my god! It's a dude. I love that movie. It's, it's so one, good. It's, it's got to be number one Christmas movie for me. It's awesome. One or two. It's top two. It's for sure. it's up there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Donnie Junior. Oh, that's it. That's, that's all I got. It? Sorry. There we go. All right, you guys. It is time for Would You Rather? Well, class, which would you rather do? <laughs> all right, folks. This is the game of Would You Rather where I give these children. You interrupted my theme song. I thought you were done. <laughs> Double birds I didn't, all I didn't around. End with... <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is a game of Would You Rather where I give these children a uh, few scenarios or things uh, and they have to choose which one they would rather do. Steve, do you understand? Yep. Okay, awesome. I think all too well. <laughs> uh would you rather okay so you're a psychic kind of like the dude who was in this episode okay he's a psychic okay. uh but you either hear people's darkest secrets like 
you hear their darkest secrets, or you can see 10 minutes into the future. Damn. Um, hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. Got yeah. Both, got a different set of advantages there. Yeah. So time travel stuff, which is basically what you're describing with looking into the future, because you get into that interesting uh, quandary where if you change something, does it affect the future and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think I would much rather be able to hear other people's thoughts because I think that would, <laughs> I think that would more benefit you as the listener instead of just seeing a potential future, which could change at any moment. I feel like if that makes sense. Cogent. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I will say the mark of a good, would you rather is, you sort of vacillate back and forth. So I might change my mind when other people give their answer, which would be uh, a great endorsement of the question. But I think my answer at this moment is to be able to hear people's deepest, darkest thoughts, because then you can use that to your advantage to manipulate them and potentially kill them. Blackmail. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So... (laughs) The reason I don't want to hear people's deepest, darkest thoughts is because I want to still have friends. And I'm sure that if I hear, if I even, you know, you know, the person closest to me, if I hear their deepest, darkest thoughts that they don't want me to hear, I don't know, man. I, I would probably be like, yeah, man, you can I really ask a, keep that to yourself. Can I ask a clarifying question? Is it you you have to hear them or you can if you want to? Like if you and I are talking, I'll let that appeal. oh well, then if it's if it's optional, yeah, yeah that's selective. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a case against it, and I'll tell you why. Do it. Um, I I've I've read comment sections in on the internet, and I've seen what people will type and say on there, and if I then go and read their deepest darkest thoughts i don't want that's fucked up i don't want to i don't want any part of that i already don't like people so it's gonna make me hate them even more i'm not gonna like anybody so but you could use that info to destroy them in public (laughs) (laughs) destroy them (laughs) like you're gonna bomb the world or something some evil genius no, some smartass yeah, leaves a comment that they don't like you, and you're like, that's funny. Aren't you the guy that made out with his cousin when he was 15? <laughs> you're mad at me, not or you're mad at your dad, not at me. Yeah, I, forgive I forgive you. you. <laughs> hey, buddy, who won the Jets game? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a tough I don't know. I'm I'm kind of riding the the mindset of like, yeah, that might be fucked up to like if 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 you can't turn it off and on, if you're just like subjected to like when you go out in public and you hear all these people, I feel like just from like a 
a sensory overload aspect mm. that might fuck you up let alone like if you hear something like really fucked up like i'm gonna kill all these people in this train one day or something like that <laughs> you know it's just like and how many people actually have like really fucked up twisted thoughts you know on a yeah. daily basis that are yeah. just sweeping the shit under the rug to fucking get by yeah that yeah. might be pretty hardcore <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was trying to tiptoe around that with the people in this room <laughs> if i were a homicide detective i would want to be the most decorated homicide detective ever yeah that would be a strong asset i'm sure they made capacity. shows about this <laughs> yeah Dude, Medium with uh, Patricia Arquette, that's got a couple fucking really scary episodes, with, I will say. With, like, freaky. With, with Mary Jane. Dude. I, I dude, one of, I can't remember what. Anyway, yeah, it's got some freaky fucking episodes, I will say that. Ghosties. Yeah, fuck yeah. But yeah, the, the future part is like. I'd be afraid of like some butterfly effect shit and I wake up with fucking no arms and if I try to like <laughs> pull some shit, you know, so yeah. To be, but it yeah, could potentially it, it could potentially save your life if you could see ten minutes into the future. So the the knowledge of what other people are thinking, that's great and everything, but being able to see ten minutes into the future at any time could prevent a car accident or that's I my think first it, thought. I, I, I also think it'd be more beneficial to you in, in a lot of different ways because it, with, with less oh. work. Because if yeah. you go through the deepest, darkest thoughts, then you have to actually manipulate them from that. And that, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of effort. When, but if you, if you, but if you look ahead... Minutes, you probably but you can use it to destroy them. <laughs> but so, if, I mean, that's a lot of work to destroy someone, you know? Yeah. It's a homicide detective. <laughs> well, it depends. Yeah, whereas depends on what you find. Minutes, 10 minutes in the future you can like there's a whole wide variety of shit you could see something like related to weather or like a freak accident or maybe go in and get some fucking lotto numbers real quick you know like it's not it's not confined to like having to interact with a person to like figure something out and then it depends on if build, it's build a scheme if it's malleable though like if you're driving to work and you look forward and there's an accident can you pull over and it changes the future it would have to right Dude, time travel is a deep and dark oh, yeah. water. I'm choosing that hole. without thinking about the paradox at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Face value. Yeah. I haven't factored quantum theory into this quite yet. So what if you changed it from... Because from where I'm sitting, the, the mind reading is pretty um, attractive. So what if you changed it from 10 minutes to like a week that you could see in the a future week. that might make it kind of harder to pick between the two if you can affect the future by mm -hmm. even with that knowledge i don't know time travel scares me ever after that like a, a sound of thunder understanding like what that story is about in that fucking simpsons episode where Homer is able with that magic toaster. He's able to fucking do shit in the future, and like he keeps trying to get back. Turns into like sliders, like they're just like marooned on all these different Earths, and like 
it seems like oh this one might actually be good and then there's this one thing it's like oh fuck this and they gotta just keep going on this endless journey to, to return to like normalcy i'd be afraid that would happen like you'd be like oh i've won the lotto but then quantum this fucking, or yeah quantum dude quantum leaps <laughs> a banger dude, scott, um, scott bacula but Isn't my favorite that, like the epitome of the rick and morty tv show they're just constantly like on the wrong fucking planet anyway well they have the whole multiverse thing on there my favorite thing on the that simpsons episode though is that the gag in that is when he gets to like oh this is like the perfect existence and he says pass me a donut and she's like donut what is that and he goes (laughs) (laughs) and he freaks out and bails out of there and then as soon as he leaves it cuts back to the family and it starts right you look outside and it starts raining donuts like, like, oh, oh it's, it's raining it's again. Raining. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. All right. Is... Do we have everybody Everybody answered? Yep. Give me the future. Yeah, I'm going to do the future as well. <laughs> uh, since we went on that one for quite a long time, I'm going to make this one nice, uh, quick and short. Old man dick or rat dick? Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> rat dick i mean rats are notoriously fertile and old men are not so depending on what your goals are i'm gonna have to go with old man dick because i hate kids and i want less of them so i mean yeah. you're not getting pregnant <laughs> you don't know that <laughs> junior two <laughs> Mama. Uh, clarifying question: Is the rat dick? Does it become proportional to your body size as an old man dick, or do you shrink down to a rat, or are you great clarifying question with, with a tiny rat, rat my dick? Yeah. <laughs> no, let's get that rat dick. As, let's get. Let's uh raise up that rat dick a little bit okay so it's it's size proportional now yeah okay then then it's probably old man dick then <laughs> oh i was gonna go rat dick for sure then. I'm, I'm, going rat, I'm going rat dick as well <laughs> lord uh, all right Logan, I'm going Do rat dick. Do not make me answer this question. Old man dick or the ratatouille deed wiener? I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> Wait, can the rat then be like a ratatouille for like... <laughs> I prefer ratatouille. Can I go blend in with my rat, newfound rat brethren now for a little while? <laughs> Lesser known flick, Ratatouille. Um, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, do y'all, have y'all ever seen that or heard of it? No, I'm afraid to ask. It is such an atrocity, but I watched that movie the first night I kissed Diego, so I fucking love that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what you bonded Aww. over. Yeah, well, and then rat dick. It out. <laughs> really rat dick. Um, hmm. 
Oh wait, you were just talking about the movie Ratatouille. Ratatouille. What? Wait, is that what? a porno? What? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. No. Is that like an Alabama hot pocket? I think so. <laughs> I yes. I, so basically, it's it's ratatouille. I'll send y'all. I'll send y'all links. Um, so like foot fetish. I don't want your porno it's virus like on the- my <laughs> <laughs> It's like Ratatouille meets um, fucking Secret World of Arietti meets Birdemic. I'm lost. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyway. <laughs> There's, a of... There's a lot of words that I didn't know um, what most of them were. I guess. I'm curious now. I guess fucking rat dick because it's funny. Um, next question. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's all I got for Would You Rather. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. It's time to creep yourself. What did you do this week, class, to creep yourself? (laughs) Now comes the time where we all show in hell something that we treated ourselves to this week. We are running a little long, so uh, let's go ahead and make this one kind of like a speed round, but I creep myself to some shit, so I really want to do it. Um, I can go first if y'all would like. Yep. Anybody else dying to go? Y'all, I fucking creep myself to a spot cleaner. Like one of those Bissell little handheld vacuum spot cleaners that you can use to clean up your carpets. Okay. <clears throat> this shit rocks. I'm like, I clean... The entirety of my stairs this weekend. I was just like, just clean it. Well, and so one of the pets had a had a pee accident on the stairs, and it was quite a lot. So I just had to buy it. Um. Oh, what else? I oh shit, fuck. Um. Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. <laughs> no, god damn it. Um, I creeped myself to a, a lovely evening with one of my former roommates. Um, which was last night, and we got really drunk on a Wednesday. Um, that was not my brightest idea, but it was worth it. <laughs> um, and then, oh gosh, darn it, I've forgotten it, and it's passed. So, um, who's next? Uh, Nate, you go next. All righty. Um, so I went on a little vacation in New Orleans. That was a lot of fun. Uh, my brother, his girlfriend, and I, we went, hung out on Bourbon Street. That's uh, pretty chaotic. <laughs> just ate so much fucking food. I ate more food in the three days I was in New Orleans than I do in a week. I Damn. kept poop. I had like three poops a day. After <laughs> it was nuts. Uh, but the food <clears throat> was just amazing. Um, had a lot of black and Red catfish and redfish, barbecue shrimp, uh, gumbo, jambalaya. Um, Eat some oysters Rockefeller while you were there? Yes. Not Dude. oysters Rockefeller. Actually, I had uh, charbroiled oysters, which are fucking awesome because it's like charbroiled oysters with uh, butter, uh, parmesan, and garlic. It was insane. Um, Dude. Go to the cafe du Mont, get some. I beignets. did. I did. I got myself some beignets and a coffee. <laughs> How's the line? I hear the line is long. No, it was short when I was there. Nice. It was, was uh, it? Was it good? Yeah, it was delicious. 
Nice. Coffee's fine. And then I snorted sure. the uh, powdered sugar up my nose. Hell yeah. <laughs> you didn't Can't let that go to waste. You didn't save it to put in your next gravy? Yeah, your next gravy. <laughs> Oh, this God. asshole! He instead of flour, he put powdered sugar in his Thanksgiving gravy that he was like super high on. Like this is gonna be dope. And then it's like, why is this fucking shit not thickening or like not jiving? <laughs> and then he took a took a taste. <laughs> or didn't you say your grandma? Did his come mom. Over and you're like, what? My, my your grandma mom? came like, over. It's like that's not flour. That's powdered sugar. <laughs> God damn it. Because I put in like a fucking cup. Nothing was thickening up. It was, I had to taste it too. I just had to find out what it was taste like. It was fucking horrendous. I, God damn it. Anyways, New Orleans. It's pretty great. Nola. Fun city. Don, would you uh, creep yourself to? Logan wants to speak. I remember the one thing that I forgot. Um, Diego got home and he surprised me with tickets to see Howl's Moving Castle at this like art house theater in uh, here in Austin and we went and I got drunk on a Thursday um, at watching this movie um, and I was sitting there watching it sobbing in this theater I've seen this movie like five or six times I was like crying like a bitch anyway <laughs> so I treated myself to a good cry at the theater um what movie was it? Howl's Moving Castle. It's a Studio Ghibli movie. Um, anime. Anime. Um, the uh, the English none of those words. Make- <laughs> <laughs> I could see Steve's face just glaze over as none of as it's all these a words Japanese, he didn't know. The Japanese animated movie. Okay. Um, and in the English version, Christian Bale voices the main guy. So um, I really love the English version, but we watched the Japanese version in the theater, and that's probably why I cried so much, because there's just something about hearing people talk in Japanese that makes me emotional. Um, I think it's because... Japanese? No, it's just, I watched Naruto in Japanese, and that show is really fucking sad anyway. Um, so I don't know. I was just having a good time. Steve has questions. Fun. Fun, what Steve has questions, you can tell. <laughs> was it subtitled, at least? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, she's just listening into the Japanese language, <laughs> trying to make up the dialogue as she goes along. I have the whole movie memorized by heart. <laughs> no, now, I don't. I don't speak Japanese, but I can recite the entire movie in Japanese without knowing what the words mean. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Thon, like what'd you automatic writing. Too? Um, I have. I have heard that though. Isn't that a thing? Like people like. <clears throat> like purists like american audiences that don't speak japanese but they prefer or they're like they're snobby or they can be purists about not listening to a dub and listening and watching the film in the original spoken japanese with english subtitles so they can follow along yeah i've seen that and i'm like that puzzles me but it's well i don't know sorry no that that was it oh i don't know how i don't know how much um how much like Japanese, you know, dub things you watch. Um, the English voice acting is, I'm not going to say I'm a snob about it, but more often than not, the English voice yeah. acting is deplorable. Like, and I, I, yeah, it can be really cartoony and like hokey and shit, but yeah, it's usually, just I, I understand now, bad. Yeah. but the English, the English voice acting that they do for like studio Ghibli movies is always like incredible. Like Mark Hamill is in a uh, castle in the sky, et cetera, et cetera. 
Yeah, that whole swath of like Ghibli and Disney joined together and they got the rights or whatever, and then they redubbed like with like name, like US mm-hmm. name celebrities and stuff. But yeah, some of the some of the voice acting that they get for the English dubs are real fucking cornball shit that I could see taking it out like why did you do that? Like Diego and I bought I'm gonna spill. Diego and I went on Amazon Prime and we bought the like Boruto movie, which is like the Naruto spinoff. It's Naruto's son. Um, sure. We bought yeah. like the Boruto movie because we wanted to watch just the movie, not the TV show. Um, and we weren't thinking and we bought the English dub. And I immediately was like, we're not watching this. And Diego was like, I just spent $5 on this. Yeah, we're fucking watching this. And <laughs> so upset. it was so bad. Anyway. Naruto Jr. Thon, what did you creep yourself to this week? Uh, I didn't really have a whole lot. Um, I I did. I, it's not really creeping myself, but I started watching this um, this show, and I don't know why I'm watching it at all because it's awful. But it's it's one of those like so bad I get I get entertainment from it because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it was made by the History Channel, and it's called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've Diego seen that or heard about it. That. He watches that. Mm-hmm. Is it is it, it the new one that's on Hulu? Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Well, it's it's entertaining. <laughs> it's like they it's made in like a, as a documentary type of thing, but you can tell like whoever these people are, if they're actual what their job titles say they are, if they're if they're actors, it seems like they just grabbed a bunch of regular people and said act this out for us because <laughs> it's just so over the top ridiculous it's so funny yeah. i gotta watch this <laughs> uh yeah it. i've only seen a couple episodes and i will say they are it's trash tv it's it's entertaining it's so like, trash tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's junk food uh, i thought there was going to be more of like an actual like documentary style and i was like oh that's kind of a interesting thing if there's this section out in the desert that Supposedly shit happens or whatever. Let's see if someone actually does something interesting with it. No, it's completely <laughs> ridiculous and acted out. <laughs> so I will say there's other stuff out there about Skinwalker Ranch that are like way like not even speaking to like is it true or is it false, but just there's way more interesting. Like there's podcasts out there about it and like different shit that uh that don't treat it like sensationalizing like a stupid cliffhanger for each yeah. episode and you get back and it's like yeah, it was a fucking coyote like <laughs> shit like that you know like like we could be on the precipice of like a breakthrough here and it's like yeah it was a coyote out in, in the field that the yeah. fucking spotter picked up so but... <laughs> yeah no i've heard some other stuff on it and that like that was actual you know, not sensationalized and that type of thing that that sounded kind of interesting. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's see if, what they do with this. No, it's not that at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's that's about all I got. I was just wanted to bring that up and real quick and laugh about that. Steve, Logan? you want to go? I'm just, I'm struggling for a, a creep yourself. I need some more time. Yeah, um, I don't really know either. Um, I'm sorry if you have to edit this out, but can someone give me a quick refresher on what the 
Like you treated yourself to something. Not just like, did you watch something new, but like, did you, did you go out, buy yourself a gift every day? Like something like that. Like, like I bought my, my spot cleaner or I bought, I like, I bought my, I bought a new album. I bought a, a new sweater. I went to Kane's for lunch today. Or you did something nice for yourself. Like you, al- you allowed yourself to indulge in something. Did you jerk off? <laughs> Jeez, take it easy over there. Um, did you? Did you see some master Nate's? Yeah, show us your dick. Um, <laughs> um, Prove it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Fuck, man. Not really. I mean, nothing I can think of. <laughs> You need to treat yourself to the finer things in life, sir. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you just... I treated myself to recording with my buddy Jim on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You treated yeah. yourself to the first ever episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. And it's a pretty good one to start off with. Yeah. We don't just hand out A's and B pluses. Yeah, that's fair. God, I'm trying so hard to think of something, but that's cool. I or really like, didn't do anything. I, I just, sorry. I, I just another one that I Diego and I started Freaks and Geeks, and it's pretty fucking good. Oh yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Dad, Halloween episode? Did you Sam see the Ho- Ho- Halloween episode yet? Yes. Yes. That's yes, probably, the one that's where, one of my faves. I think it's like the second episode. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, the one where um she skips out on uh past no candy with her mom to yeah fucking like go hang out with these douchebags. Um Naderade, you were supposed to watch that for Halloween, did you? I didn't do any of the watches that I asked for. That's some bullshit. You, you specifically <laughs> asked, Hey, give me some recommendations. I'm throw out this stuff and I'm gonna watch it one. Every day of October. I know. Not but then one a of bunch them. of new shit came out too. He said. Kind of took over. He said, "Pick a day, and I'm gonna watch that movie on yeah. that day." And then yeah. he came back, and he's like, "I'm gonna switch it up." And then he came back, and he was like, "I'm watching all this other shit." <laughs> then I came back, and I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm not following these movies." <laughs> <laughs> it was my idea, so I could trash it if I want to. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> It, it was in the fine print. I am not legally obligated to watch any of this shit. <laughs> Bullshit. Watch that. I watched that fucking Pepsi thing. Like, Pepsi, where's my jet? Because they didn't have fine print on a... Yeah. That was... Dude, anyway. I remember when that was going on when I was a kid. That was yeah. dope. Me too. I was like, that? oh, I can get a jet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude, they did that, and then there was another one. It's like Coca Cola did like uh summer of Coca Cola or something like '95 or '96 around there. That was pretty dope too. I got I got really fat around that year. Drink <laughs> <laughs> a shitload of Coca Cola. You got a husky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bones enlarged. <laughs> I'd like to go back to previously when. When Logan was liking "bone dry" as a phrase, bones aren't really dry, right? Like, shut the fuck be. up. There's, there's no way they can be dry. I argue. <laughs> I got into an argument with a child about that exact same thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Yeah, because I said bone dry, and he's like, you know, bones aren't dry. Like, well, yeah, not in their current. Shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> Did it end by you breaking one of his bones? I wanted to. I really wanted to. <laughs> Have a protruding bone. You're like, I guess you're right. It's not that dry. He's like, yeah, it's pretty dry on the inside, huh? Little bitch. It's <laughs> like so Steve's like I creep myself to pushing a little kid into the bushes, <laughs> I tripping another, tripping another one, park or something, yeah. and throwing kids off. I would love bars. to. Oh, Steve, you know what episode of Tales from the Crypt you need to cre- creep yourself to? Uh, the episode that G Baby guests start on with us first, the cutting cards one, because it's in a casino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He mentioned that one. Yeah. They play. They play chop poker. It's a good one. It's got Lance Henriksen in it. Uh, yeah, just for that face alone. And then Nick's dad from Freaks and Geeks. Oh yeah. And Forty. Also, I texted Sawyer, them whenever he showed up. I was like, Sam Forty is Nick's dad. You know how long it took me to piece together the. That's what you're talking about because you didn't preface anything by saying. I know. Geeks. I had no idea what Nick you were talking about. Yeah. Don's <laughs> like, yeah. let me go astrology real quick. <laughs> um. Okay. So, any more creep yourself? Uh, I didn't go, but I really didn't have one. I think maybe the only thing I could say is there's a little place here in Northeast Indiana called elmo's subs and they do like italian like heavy italian like uh they have a uh stromboli that i got for the first time and holy shit it blistered my ball sack it was (laughs) the most delicious sam sub sandwich i've ever had in my life it's warm it's hot it's basically a combination pizza on like a fucking hoagie and it's bomb as shit it's warm stromboli is like a calzone it's That's what I thought. No, yeah, Stromboli is like a calzone. Well, there. Okay, well, there's is like it's on it's on a sandwich, like it opens and closes, but it's like you know cheese, bread sauce, pepperoni, bell pepper, red onion on a fucking bomb ass like hoagie roll, warm, just like you're eating a slice. Fuck, that was that was awesome. But yeah, other than that, it just been nice. fucking boring. Nothing. That sounds delicious. Watch you do it. It was so good. God. Yeah, those are dangerous. That sandwich for years, dude. <laughs> Any of y'all catch Wednesday? I haven't. My my wife watched it, and she's pretty uh, jaded when it comes to like nostalgia bait kind of stuff. So she, she's not too high on it. She she has every right to not be too high on it. Um, I I first of all, I don't think it's. I think that it's Wednesday is definitely more for younger audiences. Like it's targeted more people who probably didn't grow up watching, you know, like the Adams family, you know, especially the OG show, but even like the Adams family values movie with Christina Ricci as Wednesday in it. Um, Like I, I didn't like Fester, which was Fred Armisen. I love Fred Armisen, not a fan of his Fester. And like the Morticia and Gomez, they just didn't have it. I, they didn't do a bad job. They just didn't have it. Um, but the show, Jenna Ortega, oh my God. 
I'm a believer. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she'd be good in that part, but my wife said she didn't buy uh, Louis Guzman and mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones. She <laughs> dips beneath <laughs> lasers. She has entrapped me and Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) Big workaholics fans here. Yes. Um, Yeah. She didn't buy that. I I don't really buy it either, but I don't know. I'm a big Louis Guzman fan, though. So I love him, Um, especially in community. The like 30 seconds of that show that he's in. Um, But yeah, that. uh, Anyway. all right, creep yourself. Um, cool, cool. Um, are we ready to go into the weekly seance? Do you hear the spirits calling? All right, class. The time has come for us to join hands and see if we can reach anyone on the other side. Um, who's gonna Who's gonna call to the spirits today? Barry said no to fine. Oh, wise, generous, great spirits. Please tell us what you have to say. Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, command me. <laughs> he is Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty deep pull, but that was my best Janos from that was so good. Ghostbusters too. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, it's Vigo. You are like the buzzing like of flies, flies to him. To him. <laughs> Everything you're doing is bad. I want yeah. you to know this. Johnny, just where in the hell are you from? The Upper West Side? <laughs> oh, oh, but I would. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, just do the whole movie. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> the spirits are quite talkative today, aren't they, gentlemen? Um, Why right, are well, you came? <laughs> <laughs> if um, if you would like to reach us from the other side, uh, you can email us at ghoulishuniversity at gmail dot com. You can find us on Twitter at ghoulishuni, Instagram at ghoulishuniversity, and um. Uh, G baby Steve, where can the people find you guys? Uh, Steve, wh- what are we on? Oh, you tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're we're from uh, Waxing the Porpoise. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts: Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. YouTube. Um, we got a new episode drop, or we just had a new episode drop today. Um, yeah, check us out. Party. Thanks. Thanks so much for coming on, guys. A lot Thank of fun. Thank you. Oh, Always having us. Totally. Yeah. Thanks. Always you guys look forward to it, and it's been this was this is a super fun episode. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Glad we finally got Steve in on some tales from the crypt. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we've started a, a beautiful new watching experience for you. Hey, uh, I, I never. We didn't. What's your take on the crypt keeper? How do you <gasps> like him? Me. Yeah. Fucking annoying as shit. 
Save the hot take for last. Yeah. I didn't. Logan, I didn't want Logan to. Logan I hated every moment of it from beginning to end. Uh, just praying for it to be over. <laughs> it's he is pretty fucking hackneyed. I would say like real cornball. I would say this isn't his best. Uh, he's he's pretty ho hum in this episode, but every once in a while he's he's got some pretty good puns. Like that's his fucking like the boils and ghouls, like all that kind of shit. But well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know we said this last time, but this is actually Steve's last time on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Damn, Logan just said fuck Steve. <laughs> She uh, got up and left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to. I had to compose myself. The only other way you could defend her more is if you insulted Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm no, no, no. Well, here's the I'm thing. I'm a big T Swift Steve, fan. Steve has said that he is a fan. I do not forget, fellow Swifties. Yeah. Thank you. Um, big fan. Steve, you'll be happy to know that I got Taylor Swift tickets. Amongst all the bullshit, I came out on top. How much did you have to pay a, a crazy amount, or? Uh, one of, I paid one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, Your just one hundred fifty for ticket. But we're in the nosebleeds, and we're more or less yeah. behind the stage. Yes, um, yes, it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars a ticket. But Taylor Swift signed the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish they're fucking virtual tickets. <laughs> virtual signature. <laughs> Could you imagine? In, in her own blood. Ticket <laughs> Ticketmaster would be like adding an extra fifty bucks for virtual signature. Yeah. Yeah. They would find a way to tax the fuck out of that shit. Um Well, I think it's gonna be worth it. I think they're gonna have fun. Yep. I am pretty excited. Anyway, so um but you're not going to hear about it because you're not allowed back on my podcast. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> talking daddy crypt people like that. What the fuck? <laughs> well, bye forever. <laughs> How did I not see that coming? As soon as he was like, oh, what do you think about the crypt keeper? I was like, obviously he loves him. And then he was like, fucking hate that guy. I was like, Ugh. I'm acting. I, I did the G baby where I acted surprised. I was like, oh. No, it's just the most <laughs> annoying thing I've ever heard in my life, ever. <laughs> you don't even like the you cackle? You don't deserve this fucking show. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is going to be it for us. Make sure to study up for next week's episode, season two, episode 15. Turn your clocks back a week. Mute witness to murder. Um, Y'all have a good rest of your week. Goodbye. Bye. Meow, 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 meow. Reach up. Everybody reach up. <laughs> it's not. It's so baked right and now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
we're starting off on the right foot. All right. It's just like, are we really doing this? We are. This is real life. 